the college football experience week nine preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by underdog fantasy. Underdog has just added pickup scorchers where you can win a hundred times the amount of money you enter. <laughs> That's right. Folks turn $5 into 500 in one game. Plus every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use the promo code SGPN at underdog fantasy for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. Plus, the NBA is back, and so is the NBA Gambling Podcast. To celebrate, we're giving away an NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog for all the details. Once again, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog for all the details. Hey, everybody, Jim McMahon here, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. to cry only a Slow few down. more weeks. Slow I know. Roll. Whoa, whoa! I don't want to be. I don't want to be watching. Uh, you know, bullshit games in. Uh, you know, June. What do I do? I watch like the Brewers, yeah. the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah. I don't or, know. Or, anyway. or, or bullshit bowl games in uh, December. That's true. <laughs> I mean, bowl, bowl games with forty players out. Preview <laughs> season is as long as the actual season. It kind of sucks. It does to put in that much work and have it fly well, like and this. And this is why. You know, we have a larger playoff. We should play more games. If if you're against the larger playoff, this is rule number one of you, of you're an idiot. Is more football, everybody wins. I also think there's the whole thing of the NFL is a longer season now. The CFL has like a 20 week regular season. So Ooh, uh, if you want to get your 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 student athletes prepped for the big leagues, make stop them earn a that NIL. Bitch. Yeah, let's That's go. Right. All right, paying in millions. Let's Add a couple go. games onto that. All right. Well, you know, if we listen to certain people, uh, you know, as soon as your team takes a couple losses, you should hang it up anyway. Oh so. yeah, that was the worst take of the. That was unbelievable. <laughs> hey, Sam Houston's zero and seven. They're still playing tonight. Damn it! That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> Keegan what? Shoemaker's still in there. He's t- you're talking about Emmanuel. Uh, Acho, I think. Acho's uh, uh, comments about Caleb Williams should. Cons- Fucking a, they can still win the Pac-12 championship, but even they if can totally be in the what is the message you say? First off, he collects nil money from USC. Yeah, went, I went to Texas, right? Yeah, yeah. At typical front, front runners, front typical runners all day. Typical <laughs> Texas. <laughs> Couple losses, and who cares anymore? Right. All right, let, let's, let's ask go. this though: yeah. Is there any point in any season where you think it's probably a smart move to sit? No, know? no. I used Anthony Poindexter's situation. Anthony Poindexter. Uh, is a guy that would have been a first round draft pick. He came back for a senior season, uh, and then blew he, his ACL. He blew his ACL. Ended up being like a sixth, seventh round draft pick. But I think the Browns, if memory serves me correct, he was out of yeah, the NFL Browns two or, or three years. Or something, yeah, right. 
And you know, yeah, you could argue, yeah, he would have made a lot more money, but at the same time, he's also now the co-defensive coordinator of Penn state. It worked out for him. It still worked out I for him. I don't know if it worked out for him. <laughs> probably maybe, like that. He's going to get a head coaching gig, $50 million. He would have made in the meantime, you know, maybe a meaningless bowl game. They yeah. sit out, but I, I still feel like when this, when this person is 40 years old, 50 years old, 60 years old, they would, they would wish they could put yeah. on the helmet one more time and play 100%. A game. 100%. And like, this is where I disagree. Like life, life can hit you wherever the fuck you are. All right. Wherever the fuck you are, you can get wh- killed walking your doggy. Yes. Oh. Yes. And like, to me, it's like, dude, you, the, the real thing about life is the connections you make with people. Look, yeah. I mean, we're, we're doing this show guys. Oh, All yeah. right. I mean, definitely a comparable situation, you know, millions of dollars at stake versus how it worked out for us, you know, yeah. bunch of fucking idiots drinking beer. Uh, Dude, talking I was thinking about this tens other of dollars at stake. <laughs> the other day, I was walking my dog, and I was sitting there thinking, I was like, "God, I would give anything to go play a game of football right now." You know what I mean? Like, like I would give, like, if I, I could just wake up and it was 1996 or 98 or some shit, <laughs> we could play a game of football. Just, just that—that's a perfect. I would literally pay like ten thousand dollars for we that. We need like yeah. that Rocky quote: "Legs still working, yeah. back still working." <laughs> <laughs> so no, I, I completely disagree. Like I, I don't. I like to me, I would. Uh, you know, I'm and and with the point extra thing is, he, even if he went out early, I wouldn't have been complaining that he came out early. Yeah. I, but to quit on your team in the middle of the season when you've worked in the off season, you've yeah. battled with your teammates. That to me is a hundred percent bitch move. I'll tell you yeah. this. To to each their own, right? Get your money. Stop if you want. It's your fucking life, right? But I will say, yeah, a little bit of a bitch move. But at the same time, do your fucking thing. I I don't I don't fault him, and I don't even. So wait, if he was if Caleb Williams just said I'm done playing the season, you wouldn't fault him? No, I would fault him. I I guess I I said that wrong. Um, I would I would hold him in lower regard for letting his teammates down and making it all about himself. But. At the same time, it's like, yeah, you only get one chance to make gazillions of fucking dollars. Do you? If you have that talent and 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 it gets blown, yes. I mean, I put it on you. I mean, fuck, Roger Stallback's a billionaire because of real estate, not because of the Dallas Cowboys. Well, how it's do you also get that? not like 30, 40 years yeah. ago where like an ACL injury and like your career is done. You yeah. know, like now, like what injury? Like any injury you can come back from almost. I mean, what? Yeah. Come on. I, I think it's a bitch move. I, yeah. I, I will say that. But at the same time, if someone did it, I'd be like, whatever, you know? But. No, ultimately it's, it's their choice. I mean, yeah, you know, it's a free country. If, if, yeah, still America. I'm saying. You know, yeah. <laughs> if that's his choice, then you know. Well, but, you I, know I say in the meantime, a bunch of idiots like us can criticize it. Yeah. It, it, even worse though is to encourage someone else to be a bitch. You know, I yeah. guess whatever. You know, I think it should be that person's decision, and no one else should, you know, encourage them to be a little bitch like that. But <laughs> if they want to protect their, you know, investment in themselves, then sure, whatever. Maybe there's a brotherhood that we don't understand. But a hold brotherhood on here. Of- you could play this back the other way. What if he's out of the league in four years, Achilles Smith style, and you wish you would have got another year of USC million a million dollars? You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. End R- of the day. How long knows? did Ryan Leaf last in the NFL? How long did Achilles yeah. Smith last That's in true. the NFL? That's how true. long did did uh, Christian Ponder? Like, he probably Marcus Russell. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So well, you got to bet on yourself. You yeah. know, and so bet on yourself. To to kick some college football ass. Yeah. And hey don't guys, be a bitch. You're betting on yourself to come back for another year and be healthy. Yeah. 
It's true. So I don't know. I'm for Before it. Before we go any further, special shout out to our guy Alan Cooley, who welcomed a baby boy into this world Boom, a mere, a mere few hours ago, and he and he's still in the chat. <laughs> Fucking a. Fantastic. A legendary human being. Your wife's at the hospital. You're sitting there in the chat. You want to take a photo? No, no. Week nine picks. Love it. He's on Sam Houston tonight too. <laughs> Folks, uh, look. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swiggin, Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists. <laughs> And lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I want this pilot. I want, it's a matter of national security. I'm excited about life. Alan Cooley, kids just coming. I love it. Now, yeah. just don't raise him to be a Tennessee fan. <laughs> yeah. A lifetime Do the right thing. Heartache. Intr- <laughs> introduce him to the construction zone. All right. Hey. Vanderbilt football for life. Hey, put you your bees up. <laughs> you got to give Alan Cooley credit. You know, uh, he's sticking to his guns. He didn't flip. He didn't quit on his team. That's what right? I'm saying. He could have quit on his team, but he didn't. He could have right? become a Bama fan over the last life day. has moments that define you. And no matter, you know, in those moments, you're either a bitch or you're not. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dundee knowledge. <laughs> it's in the Bible. All right. John, John yeah. 4 18, right there. <laughs> you're either a bitch or, or you're, you're not. not. All right. I am joined by my co host. Uh, give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh. Let's get it going. I don't remember. I don't remember these uh, Tecmo Super Bowl players being little bitches. Well, I guess QB Eagles. You had QB Eagles there, <laughs> right? But who cares? They still put the attributes in there. Let's go. Who else? Uh, who else? How it out? Bernie Kozar. 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 Oh, co- typical quarter. No, it, honestly, there was a game that came out after called the Quarterback Club game. Oh yeah, NFL Quarterback. NFL club? Quarterback Club, and they were a club that were cl- the, all those guys were not in uh, the Jim Kelly, Steve Young. Was no, he in there? Young no, no, no. Was well, Steve Young. I don't know later on, but he's in the he's in technical. Yeah, the the that's why they weren't in that is they wanted more rights, more money. Typical ah, quarterback bitch, yeah. bitch shit. You know what I mean? I am joined by this guy. He uh, he's, uh, he's 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 played quarterback challenge, the video game, and real life. Uh, give it up for the <laughs> DFS god himself. We invite you to come play college football DFS with us. The rooftop by PA drinking. Home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock given. Farmer, former, her basketball league MVP, giving up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's up, guys? What a great tune. Kozar liked his alcohol too, so we can all get behind that. True. I think he, I think he had some problems with that later on in life. <laughs> yeah. Not to not to make light of that. I'm, yeah. I'm a Bernie Kozar fan. I, I almost had a dog named Kozar. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, he was at the. Steady went with Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> Kozar, much we, much we better dog. Bernie's. Names. Yeah, Bernie Lomax. There you go. Right. Um, no, Bernie but, Kozar. Yeah, true lawn chair, but a very good lawn chair. That's right. Yeah, and you have to love the unique like sidearm. Uh, you know, approach any quarterback that throws it like different than everybody yeah. else is kind of cool. He has a throw to Ernest Biner off his back foot in the 80 
seven NFC AFC championship. One of the best throws I've ever seen in my life. Back, I can remember it right now. Just he's getting blitzed, back foot, boom, right yeah. over the shoulder of Ernest Biner. Unbelievable fucking play. That's Plus, an East Carolina Pirate. That's an East Carolina Pirate, Ernest Biner. It's like the Kevin Bacon game, like seven seven steps away from ECU at all times somehow. <laughs> well, no, this season I don't get a chance to play that with that shit ass offense that only had 115 yards against Charlotte. Go I gotta I gotta find clips for I gotta somehow you know take it back to somehow you know just 87 the glory days. <laughs> you want to talk Vince McMahon, Golden Corral? Then I load the, the song up, Ric Flair, something like that. Um, but how uh, much coke did Kozar do while at college in Miami? That's true. That whole yeah. era. I mean, talk about that. Michael Irvin had to just see, but Irvin oh. was a little bit later. I feel <laughs> yeah. like the highest cocaine part from like watching cocaine Cowboys, which if you haven't seen that documentary, watch them all. Was it early eighties? I think late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. I think like 77 the to disco. like 84, <laughs> 85, like Vinny Testaverde. Remember there? I mean, he was driving a Ferrari. Or a uh, Lamborghini oh, Testa, is it, what's uh, it Ferrari Testa Road, Ferrari, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, uh, I mean, come on, just the amount of cocaine. Like, <laughs> you know, Jimmy Johnson's definitely done cocaine off of a stripper's ass. Hundred percent. Right? <laughs> like, hey, yeah. What that movie uh, with Al Pacino what was that? Uh, uh, any, given any given Sunday. Sunday? Yeah. It was actually any given Saturday, and uh, Jimmy Johnson <laughs> was Al Pacino. <laughs> Snellenberger, are you kidding me? <laughs> Snellenberger definitely. He had a flavor saver Dude, right yeah, there. That's what I'm <laughs> he he do the the blow off her ass and then he'd eat it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that guy. That guy didn't stop. Um, I'm well, actually man, I, this this is gonna be a fun pod tonight. <laughs> yeah, I actually got Snellenberger's book uh, over the past couple of days, so I'm looking forward that's to right. reading that one. Yeah, talking about uh, putting it together at Miami. Talking about just how he's a fucking G. Rest in peace to the great Howard Snellenberger. Um, all right, folks. Before we get into talking week nine, we got a lot of shit we want to talk about. Uh, Michigan's got a scandal going on here. I don't know where you guys are at on this one, but uh, what is his name again? Connor Stallions. It sounds like. A, speaking of porn actors, Connor Stallion. <laughs> yeah, from Snellenberger to, that's, to Stallion. Uh, John Stallion. No, Connor Stallion. Um, is uh, what do you guys make of this scandal going on where he's? Making fifty-five grand a year. Well, he went and scouted Ohio State and pinched eleven Big Ten schools, and then also the Georgia Bulldogs and the Oregon Ducks. I'll take that job right now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll, take, I'll take a pay cut right now to take yeah. that job and and go watch college football across oh, yeah. the country. He's basically job. CBS or uh, what's his name? Uh, our our uh, campus tour guy, Michael yes, Barker. He's college yeah. football campus tour. <laughs> yeah. What so, if Michael Barker is low key like the ultimate scout? <laughs> He's a hired gun. <laughs> well, that would be smarter than than what this uh, look. This guy might have been a part of the Navy, but he wasn't very smart in paying for all this on his Venmo. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, what do you make of uh, Connor Stallion's uh, NC Nick? You think better name than Lexington Steel? <laughs> oh, it's up there, man. It's up there. Uh, I think Lexington Stallions would be the best name if we could combine <laughs> the two. Uh, but uh, to uh, somebody in the chat said it was, it, it seems like a witch hunt. Uh, our guy, uh, Ryan hasty. Uh, I kind of agree with that. It seems like they're uh, NCA is just looking for anything yeah. to get, to get on Harbaugh. You see Michigan what Dion right said? You see what Dion said? No. Dion said, uh, he goes, it's not like baseball where you're stealing signs. He's like, cause if you're stealing a sign and I know what a curve is that changes it. He's like in football, you could send the, the playbook to the opposing coach and 
you still you got to stop it. He goes, when I was with the Niners and, and, and the, the Cowboys, he was like, they knew what we were doing with Emmett Smith yeah. and Moose Johnson or Jerry Rice and whoever. And he's like, but did they know exactly what they were doing? Like well, if you know the he, exact he, play, I'm just the quoting other team him. is running. Yeah. I'm just quoting him as saying, he goes, I don't put a lot of stock into it with football. He's like, everyone's looking for an edge. Yep. And you know, urban said they, they fly, they flew someone around to follow Michigan. And, and now he, I don't know about recording signs, but I would imagine if you're flying someone Still, around any off follow, campus recruiting is yeah. supposedly, I think it probably, and then you saw not uh, recruiting uh, Brady, scouting. Brady Quinn was talking about it. Brady Quinn said the same thing. Like he goes, oh, it's yeah. happening. Yeah. It's, everyone's doing it. I, I think teams have to have complex enough systems. So people can't understand what your signs are. You know, you got to switch it up. You got to, you know, send yeah. in plays via a, a substitute or something. You know, you can't just, you know, keep on doing the same thing week in week out. Cause people are, are watching. Well, and I want to say this is billions Matt, of dollars at stake. Matt rule wants it to be the NFL where you have the, uh, the headset for the quarterback and he can hear. I hate that. I don't want that. I I like Kobe wants the a element true of strategy. Yeah, yeah, I like that element of strategy of like, hey, you got someone on your sidelines trying to to break down the signs. I think it makes the game all much better. I don't want that to happen. USFL does that shit too, and it drives me crazy. I don't I don't want us to hear the fucking play before the snap. I don't want any of that. No mics. Make your quarterback the offense coordinator. I'm old school. Like yeah. back when Super Bowl three and shit was happening. That's right. Joe Namath was like, "Nah, I noticed they were doing this. I called the plays." That's right. You know, the coach is you know, he's there to advise. I'm here to call the plays. I, I honestly, do you guys? I mean, I, look, I know I'm being funny, but I really think football is better when you have that element to it. Like you have someone trying to break down these. The, uh, the, you know, on, on the sitting on the opposing team sidelines, trying to break it down. You got you so you're holding up these signs and shit. I think it makes the game it's, better. It's a little cooler in a, in an old school sense. I, I think the game could. I mean, I, did you see what Gallaudet's doing? The uh, the Deaf University in DC. They're putting the uh, like some technology where it's on their visor, on the front of their visor, and they're like getting like signals in, like visible signals. I mean, obviously, you would think that's the uh, future of football. Eventually, they're doing it now. I think that could be cool as shit. You're just like the game is so like complex and you're getting signals as you go. That's also high tech and fun, but old school is also awesome in its own way. So, but regarding Michigan, what would you rather have college football though? Would you rather have college football where they, you could, you could just talk directly to your quarterback or would you rather have it the way that it currently is? Don't know that I care really. I don't really care either. I kind of agree with Patty. I don't mind the new technology where you can do that. I'll, I'll say this though. Some of these old school clips, uh, of the NFL, I 100% like uh, one an outdoor aesthetic and natural grass. Like that is uh, I'm realizing a large extent to what we tuned in to every yeah, Sunday no. is to see like yeah. people getting fucking filthy and battling the shit out of each other. And it looking like a war, not like a fucking, you yeah. know, two hand touch football game. Yeah. Uh, it's important. Domes are terrible. We know that, but uh, what were you going to say about Michigan? Uh, I think, you know, whatever. I think it's a little bit of a witch hunt still. If they're fucking massively cheating, I was upset when the uh, Patriots did it. So I can't say that I'm not upset when Harbaugh. I mean, I love Harbaugh. You know, I, I think he's great for the game, but look, if, if the motherfuckers are cheating and gaining an edge that other teams aren't then yeah, they should be punished for that. But uh, the, the question time, is, would be like, other if teams you put a microscope it. under all the other teams, are right. they doing that to that? Here's same the level? other thing that like strikes me is maybe I can't imagine Michigan being like you know, the, 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 the non powers that be Michigan is the winning his program in college football history. They are very much part of the powers that be um, and the, and, yeah. and the power brokers, but Ohio state people are suggesting that like maybe Ohio state has more power. 
I know that when Ohio State like more power or to to what are you what are we talking more about? Like, like influence in terms of like making the microscope be on Michigan, you know? Oh. And yeah, so I, that's my know. question. Like, how did Michigan get on the bad side of the NCA? NCA right. hasn't looked at Alabama or any well, of those. No, Harbaugh called them out over the past year. Harbaugh called them out. Next thing you know, so they're just vindictive. Yeah, he kind of it's, punked it, them. He it was just like it's like Tarkanian. And the, that's the best parallel. I think I said this on the last episode we did. It was like I see the parallel between that and Tarkanian, where they like they made it a point to fuck up Jerry Tarkanian shit when they knew damn well Rick Pitino at Kentucky and uh, oh, you know yeah. all the other schools that were doing this far dirtier. Yeah, or not 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 even far dirtier, but on the same level, on yeah. the same level. And it's like oh they're gonna they're just gonna come down on Tarkanian yeah, the easier because target. he called out the NCA for being fucking yeah. crooks. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this: the the COVID year. When uh, Ohio State basically, who was at Harbaugh, I want to say, called out Ohio State at the uh, Big Ten meeting and was like, "Hey, you're on social media. Your players are practicing, and it's it's not allowed right now." And Ryan Day's, "Oh, we're gonna beat you by a hundred fucking points." Nothing came of that. Nothing came of that. What happened? Michigan had a terrible year, maybe because they were abiding by the rules, and Ohio State went to the national championship. Okay, why was nothing made of that? That seems like an Ohio equal- went to the national championship playing four games. That's true. <laughs> That's true too. <laughs> it's um, most ridiculous. That's when you saw the complete corruption of college football. It was like, wait a second. So the ACC, Big Twelve, and SEC played like 10, 11, 12 games, and we're putting in a team that played fucking four games or something, five games of the regular season. We're just gonna give them in, into the playoffs, even though they didn't that play. Season was, yeah. That yeah. season was hilarious because it was like, we don't give a shit. We're just gonna try to make the most money. Yeah, you know, we don't care about trying to explain our reasoning or anything. <laughs> we're not hiding <laughs> shit here. <laughs> Oh man. Uh, okay, we got some other news. NC Nick, do you want to do? You, do you want to talk any more about Michigan or? No, moving okay. on. Um, Army is Army announced they're going to be in the AAC starting next season. No longer independent. Uh, and I here's what I do find hilarious. Football gods, look, I I, I do. I, I you've swayed me on this. Um, I do think I like the independent route more. However. I love the fact that Army and Navy can play for an AAC championship on December fifth, and then play again the very next week. That sounds fucking fantastic! All right, can you imagine two Iron Bowls back to back? Oh wait, how would that work out though? Because no. what if they're on the like verge of not playing in the ACC championship, and then they have to wait? Do they play like December twenty fourth? Is that the- a non con game? That's a non con game. They announced it's oh, going to be a non-con that game. That will be a yeah. non-con yeah. game. Oh, very cool. Yeah, very absolutely good. fantastic. Uh, there was also other news: uh, Washington State, Oregon State, working on a partnership, not joining the Mountain West, working on a partnership. While uh, the Pac-12 is, is court stuff's all pending, they're still battling for all that money. Uh, so, what do you think about a partnership between them and the Mountain Mountain West for potentially next year's schedule? Should have been obvious. Well, before years, everyone yeah. left, <laughs> you know, yeah. when Stanford and uh, Cal are still there, they should have been doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, Fucking your idiots. thoughts. Yeah. I mean, I, I, actually, I think one of the, I mean, it kind of, it sucks for those two schools, but them in the mountain West, not, not that this partnership is, is that that's not going to happen, but if they do eventually become full members, I think it's actually kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, this partnership, you don't think that that will happen? Well, no, no, it sounds like it's more like a Notre Dame ACC type deal or well like, for two years, uh, they're basically to, f- but uh, the, they're trying to find the, the, gr- the grounds on why the mountain West should do this. I think Gloria Navarez is saying like, well, what do we get in return? Sure. You know what I mean? Like for those two years, 
uh, besides your strength of schedule. Um, but yeah, it's not like the glamour of uh, Oregon State is really well, like. Well, the main boosting reason the ratings here. They want to get so the Pac-12 is going to get extra money. They have a contract for the NCAA tournament and stuff, right? So it benefits Washington State and Oregon State to stay in the Pac-2 because they get like like there's TV contracts that are like sixty they million dollars. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, wait a second, if they maybe they promise in two years we'll be in the Mountain West, we schedule. Yeah, I don't know. There's time to negotiate a new contract with the mountain, like an expander. The, the article I read also said uh, said that they they we might even have the Apple Cup and the Civil War next year. Still, okay, well, not non con games in September, but still better than nothing, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Somehow we have to get some T-shirts going saying the uh, Pack Two Conference. Pack Two, baby, dude. I I kind of you know. like. They should play each other. Four Oregon times. and that'd be amazing. <laughs> Oregon and Wa- Oregon State and Washington State, you know, carrying on the that conference, which has been a hundred years in existence, and over a hundred, and years. that conference yeah, like not ceasing years. to exist. Yeah. I mean, I guess the Big East folded for however long it was, and you know, still came back. But it there there feels like a break in the action to have continuous and and especially for the two least glamorous programs in that conference, uh, Oregon State and Washington State, to be the ones that held it together. Because eventually, I feel like. Things are going to come back around. You got Colorado going back to the Big Twelve. Maybe uh, you know the likes of USC and you got UCLA, Ar- Arkansas, Oklahoma, and and, and Texas. Oh, no, Arkansas, Texas, Texas A&M. have all reunited. In all, the- those three are back, right? Yeah. So you know, I could I could see them going back to the Pac twelve and be like, you know what? Let's all reform the old conference. It'll give us a better shot of the playoffs. Maybe there's like some benefit that happens eventually. And I I like Oregon State and Washington State having a, a special uh, place in the Pac twelve for that. I like it. I like it. Um, okay. Other news I just want to get to is uh, a couple of talk, talk, talk a little bit of our locks here, but hold on. Let me do well, Before we do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience week nine preview and picks is brought to you by underdog fantasy. Underdog has just introduced scorchers. Go five for five and pick up scorchers and enjoy a spicy hundred times payout. And for a limited time, underdogs extended their first deposit bonus up to $500. They're giving away a hundred grand every Sunday. Shit, you not. All right. Uh, 10 lucky players will get 10K each Sunday. And we're talking dogs. Um, you know, I think the Utah Utes are live dogs uh, Saturday uh, against the Oregon Ducks. Uh, so watch along, make picks, maybe make a little extra cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. Once again, that's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by the NBA Underdog Contest because the NBA is back, and to celebrate, we're giving away an NBA gambling podcast hoodie. Head over to uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog to submit a screenshot of you playing NBA underdog using the promo code SGPN and one random winner will get a uh, NBA gambling podcast hoodie. Just go to sports gambling podcast.com slash NBA dog sports gambling podcast.com slash NBA dog folks. So get in over there. Um, and remember as always to let it ride. All right. We are back on the college football experience week nine preview and picks. I did want to talk a little bit about this guys. I know we got to, we got to get to, to call in games here, but uh, me and Patty C locked up New Mexico state over five and a half wins. Woo. 
I was on the over also. Jerry motherfucking kill. And Diego pissing Pavia. <laughs> Six and three. You know, New Mexico State hasn't had back to back winning seasons in like 70 years. Jerry kill just coming in. Patty C, what do you make of this? What do you make of our, our genius <laughs> I play mean, over here? I'm, I'm, I kind of rode your coattails on that. I'm not going to lie. So it's kind of your genius oh, there. Thank you. I, thank I, you. I, I saw what you were saying pretty quickly though. You know, uh, it is a great hire and Jerry kill is a very good coach and Georgia state. I mean, uh, or rather New Mexico state's the kind of place that will allow him to just coach, you know? So I'm looking at our, our, our locks and see Nick, what do you make of Jerry kill in New Mexico state? Uh, so far, great. I mean, uh, I was just looking. So th- this was his, his second year. So he he turned around this program, went to a bowl in year one. It took him no time to turn it around, and then to follow up with another bowl. And who, who knows how many games are going to win this year? So he, he's doing a fantastic job. Yeah, and the greatest quarterback in college football, Diego Pissing Pavia, my <laughs> favorite player. Um, I'm looking at our locks right now, and I guess before we dive into week nine, I just want to. Um, so I have the the sheet up. How do we feel? I'm looking at the SEC. We Patty C locked up LSU under nine and a half. Me and NC just, Nick locked up over nine and a half. They just need to lose one more time, right? And, no, and Patty we, C would hit. But I feel like their schedule is super easy if we if they beat Bama. The well, Bama game. If LSU beats Bama, I think we've cashed. I actually think LSU is going to beat Bama. I just wonder. Does A and M catch them? They maybe A and M catches them. Maybe Florida. No, even might be, Georgia State's playing pretty good football. It's true. But AM might might be coachless uh, by then. Um so that that's one that we have going. Uh we also had I had the me and all three of us locked the over on Texas AM at eight wins. Ugh. That's still possible. Four, we're four, four and, three. and three. So they can lose one more time and still push. I mean, look, it's not that bad. If they get, if they beat South Carolina, Mississippi State, Abilene Christian, all you gotta do is split the two road trips at Ole Miss at LSU. Let's go. Possible <laughs> still. It's, I, it's possible. I also locked up the under on Tennessee and nine and a half. Sorry, Alan Cooley. That's gonna hit. That's gonna hit. I also yeah. locked up the under on South Carolina under six. That's gonna hit. That's looking pretty good. Nice. Uh we and then I did make a mistake and have Auburn over six and a half. Now what what are we at here? They're at three and four right now. Um they got Vandy, New Mexico State, uh, New Mexico State. <laughs> They're gonna <laughs> they beat, might them. beat them. <laughs> and uh, uh, they, they they have four winnable games: Mississippi State, Vandy, Arkansas, and Mexico State. Next four games, and they go. always play Bama tough at home. Yeah, yeah. They got to win four out of the next uh, five. Yeah. <laughs> NC Nick locked up Michigan over ten and a half. We didn't we didn't touch that, but looking pretty solid. Um, Rutgers over. Guess what? Me and NC Nick locked up Rutgers over four and a half. Patty Already C hit. locked up the under four and a half. Did I really? Yes. <laughs> oh man, you traitor! I <laughs> <laughs> can't be true. That cannot be true. I'm reading the sheet. You 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 marked the fucking sheet, man. Let me see here. Rutgers four and a half. I guess yeah. I mean, I thought Tech would have beaten him. Shiano, you know, may I don't know why I faded him. I he was building. He's been building this thing slowly. Well, you're probably seven Jaeger bombs deep. <laughs> It's probably, it's probably what it was. Um, anyway, we'll go through on another episode. Uh, you know, the, the win totals. Yeah. But uh, I thought the New Mexico state thing just made me 
Uh, I'm, I'm kicking ass a little bit with Co- uh, look. I have the Colorado over. I got the Rutgers over. I got the New Mexico State over. I'm feeling really good about these plays. There are a couple unders that I have are, that are cooked. I think they haven't happened yet. But they're like happen. UNLV under six and a half <laughs> wins. Cooked. <laughs> probably cooked unless New Mexico pulls off a big time upset in two weeks. Um, but all right, let's get into the action. Let's talk about this week nine slate. How'd you guys feel about the the week nine slate in general? And Nick, do you think it was, a, it was a very good week or? Week or what? I think it's probably. I mean, it's a it's a good week. Uh, it's not one of the best weeks of the season. Probably not one of the worst. We got some good games here. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's one of those yeah. that like you don't come in with quite the same level of hype. But and th- you know, this is kind of the problem with the smaller playoff is we're getting to the point in the season where a lot of teams have been eliminated. You know, yeah. so Four, fourteen playoffs, so dumbest thing that's ever happened. Uh, yeah. The one weakness I think is the primetime games. The primetime games are a bit lacking. I mean, what are you going to watch? I mean, Tennessee, Kentucky, okay, Ohio State, Wisconsin, all right. What else is there? You know, it's Oregon I'm, State, uh, Arizona. That's I was about to say, that's yeah, that's intriguing. Yeah, that's, that's late night though. That's not yeah. primetime yeah. East oh, Coast. Okay. So, yeah, yeah primetime is uh, actually now that I'm looking at it, it's, it's pretty fucking weak. <laughs> Let's get to it because the first game Saturday. Remember, we already did all the weekday games. So go listen to our weekday episode. Saturday, Tulsa at SMU. SMU just dropped 55 on Temple. They they're five and two. They still haven't beat a team with a winning record. And guess what? Tulsa doesn't have a winning record. They're gonna get <laughs> They only so Rice is four and three. If Rice loses this week to Tulane, they are going to get to Saturday, November eighteenth, where they take on Memphis, and that'll be the first team with a winning record that they could potentially beat. Now I know Oklahoma they played had a winning record, but besides that, they have yet to play a team with a winning record. It's fucking. They're going to go into the ACC just cruising. Uh, <laughs> this is a this is a game that goes back to nineteen thirty five. SMU has a three game lead, but you know, it's a pretty, that's a much closer, I guess rice was, uh, no, no, Tulsa, Tulsa rather, uh, yeah, Tulsa was good for a lot of years. Steve yeah. Largent, Gus Ferrat, Chris Penn. Remember all those couple, guys uh, like three yeah. years ago, they Chris were the, Penn. the, uh, the American championship. Yeah. Right. Was that Tulsa, three years Tulsa. ago, four years ago, Tulsa. 2020 Tulsa's yeah. respectable yeah. program SMU. On the other hand, we're probably having a little bit of recency bias thinking them, thinking of them as a pretty good program. They were down for quite a while there. Yeah. Uh, the, the SMU is laying 20 and a half. It's a lot. Give me the golden hurricane and the points. Nick, what are you doing here? That, 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 that 42 lost uh 42, 10 loss to rice at home last week is, is tough to get past, but I kind of agree that SMU might have a nice record right now, but I don't think they're all that great. I mean, they're a solid above average football team. Nothing more. I think, I think I'm going to agree. You know, at first I was, I was laying the points, but I'm going to switch it and, and go golden hurricane. Take the 20 and a half. They played last year. SMU won 45, 34 is 11 point game. So food for thought offense, uh, SMU 34, Tulsa 78 um, defense, SMU 13, Tulsa one ten. haven't played anybody good. They haven't played yeah. anyone at, but they are a far dominant uh, statistical team. Uh, what do you make of them keeping it? Basically, a what a tied game with Oklahoma into the fourth quarter. I don't think Oklahoma is that good, but yes, I agree with you. Yeah, you know, I mean, the fact that UCF who's sitting there at what now? It wasn't tied. It was like fourteen eleven. Fourteen eleven. Yeah, 
Uh, uh, UCS. I don't think I don't think Oklahoma ever trailed in that game. True, yeah. but yeah. You're, you're you're up by three in the fourth quarter. Fair. Fair. You're you're a, a threat to lose that game. Uh, all right, let's jump to the next one. UMass Army, the way football should be. All right, <laughs> Northeast football is back. This series dates back to the great year of 1977. Uh, Army has never lost to UMass. <laughs> so when it's you been s- ugly, it's been ugly lately too. Last two years, 44 to seven, 33, 17 in 2019. It was 63 to seven. I could be talked. I like, I, I, with army go into the past, you see how bad they're playing against these other schools. Well, who like, is, who is less impressive in their most recent game? Army losing 62 to nothing against LSU. Uh, uh, UMass losing 63 nothing against Penn State. This is a shit fest. Northeast football is not back. (laughs) Well, the problem with Army also is that they've been shut out two games in a row. They haven't scored a point since October 7th. This is very, and look, and even with that, like two of their wins, one of those wins was against UTSA when they didn't have Captain Harris. Um, I mean, they really only have one real win against Delaware State, 57 nothing. This team sucks. This is what happens when you try to go cha 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 <laughs> up there in, in West Point. All right, but, but you know who sucks more? UMass. Lay UMass. the points. Nope, taking the ten. You're gonna try to go pass on UMass? No, 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 not gonna happen. They're not really they trying beat, to go pass. They beat New Mexico State. All right, they're still the number twenty-eight rushing offense in the country. They S- still are passing it too much. They don't have the guys. It's true. They don't have the guys. Uh, give me uh, the ten. And I'm UMass. laying it. I'm laying it. Oh. UMass is dog shit. They've been rocked by almost everyone. They beat New Mexico State. They're a bowl team. That's true. That's a good All one. Right. <laughs> what do you mean? They they almost beat fucking Eastern Michigan. They almost beat Toledo. They were in those games. They got rocked by 24 against uh, or what? Yeah, 24 against Arkansas State. Yeah, that, I didn't see that one coming. And Colby, you're the same person as that says Eastern Michigan and Toledo play everybody close. It's true. It's true, but UMass uh, covered that, and Army plays everybody close too. NC Nick, uh, <laughs> ten so, points is a lot to yeah, ask. That's, that's a lot. They of didn't points. play LSU yeah. close. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I guess if you look at it that way, hey, there we go. FIU, uh, by the way, currently Jacksonville State twenty-seven, FIU fifteen. Trying to backdoor this thing. Uh, Rich Rod, he's doing it. Wow, nice catch. Um, let's move along to one that we're all excited for. Northeast football is back. <laughs> UConn at Boston College. This series has been happening since 1908. Over a hundred and what? 15 years old? <laughs> Gotta love this. Now get this. UConn got their first win against Boston College last year. They had they had a few ties before that, but really? Yeah. They've been playing it for how long? Oh, yeah. <laughs> The first game was 115 years ago. They haven't haven't played it 115 times. They've played they no, they've only played it like, I don't know, 20 times or something. Still, that's but yeah, really bad for yeah. UConn. <laughs> they got their first dub last year, Jim Moore's first year. Can he make it two in a row as they hit the road to Chestnut Hill? They're catching 14 and a half. I think it's too many points. Give me the 14 and a half and friend of the program, Jim Mora. Uh, NC Nick, what are you doing here in Chestnut Hill with your ACC? The fact that it's now over two touchdowns, I definitely like UConn. Look, I mean Boston College is, is on fire of late, winning three in a row. But you could almost argue that UConn should be coming into this game winners of three in a row too if they didn't, you know, blow late leads against South Florida and Utah State. So uh, Boston College, zero and three ATS as a favorite this year. That's you don't want to get on BC when they're laying double digit points. I'm on UConn <laughs> all day. 
Patty C getting baited by the hook. I don't know if I uh, want to take it or not. Um, look, they beat a better team than UConn last week in Georgia Tech by 15 on the are, road. Are, whoa, 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 whoa! Georgia we, Tech, UConn. Who's are better? Are we sure? Because Bowling Green beat Georgia Tech. It's fair. Uh, Bowling pro- Green, UConn play next week. I think Tech beat Miami. It's true. <laughs> I want a little bit of uh, forgiveness for you guys giving me a hard time for saying, "Oh, is Boston College a good good team that UVA lost to?" Four and three. Oh, I took the over on a BC. two point loss against one Florida of my State. locks. Boston College over because their schedule dog shit. <laughs> True. I mean, how's NIU? That's an overtime loss. NIU is four and four. That's not a good loss. Well, and even worse is Holy Cross, who they should have lost to. Not that good. This They're year. hitting some rough seas in the Patriot League. <laughs> uh, Boston College is like uh, the definition of an average team, as usual. Seven and five, seven and six. Boston College coming. Uh, Fourteen and a half. I guess I'll roll with you. I guess I'll take UConn. You know the hook a little too much. All right, let's jump on over to Lawrence, Kansas. Dundee's first lock of the Saturday. <laughs> the series dates back to 1903. Thank you for fucking this up, TV execs. Uh, and I, I mean, I guess their lot, their answer would be, "Hey, Kansas hasn't won since '97." <laughs> But the last two have been kind of close. Good, good rebuttal. <laughs> the last two have been kind of close. You got the Caleb Williams. Remember when he <laughs> he handed it off on a key fourth yeah. down? This is it. Kansas is coming off the bye. Oklahoma struggles to run the ball. Dylan Gabriel in that cha 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 silly ass offense. Hope he tries to do one of those abrupt slides and he gets tattooed. All right, <laughs> do it again. I dare you. I dare you, G- Gabriel. All right. No, Kansas. I don't know what the hell is happening with Jalen Daniels. Right, he's playing. He's, he's doubtful. Playing. Yeah. I don't think he's playing. Do you think this is? There's rumors that this could be nil related. Do you think that's true? I have. I. I who knows? I got nothing on that. <laughs> I'm taking I mean, the it's, points. It's almost like the Cam Rising situation, basically. I, I guess at least Daniels played some this year, but like I'm, I'm very tired of every week. Like, is he playing? Not. I'm just assuming he's not going to play. Yeah. When Jason Bean gets time to prep, I think he can be a difference maker. So give me Kansas plus the ten. Sprinkle that money line. I actually think Kansas is going to win this on the money line. I'm going to lock it up with you. I think Oklahoma. You know, when you see a team, Pacey, with us also. I'm not. It's, it's no. a. It's too big of a question mark. You know, uh, Kansas obviously whooped the crap out of UCF, and uh, Oklahoma escaped UCF. However. Oklahoma escaped Texas and uh what's the best offense Oklahoma's played on the road? Freaking uh Kansas got whooped by Texas. What's the best well, offense off, Oklahoma's played on the road? Oklahoma hasn't played a true road game in over a month. It was yeah. it was what the twenty third of September since the last time they've they, played they, they one the fucking away game all year. No, I'm not getting this Tulsa as an away game because half Cincinnati. The, yeah. And they didn't look good in that game. Fucking, you can tell yeah. a team that is maybe overachieving, I guess you could say. They're seven and oh, but you can tell a loss is coming. It was the 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 four point miracle win over Texas. It was yeah. a two point squeaker over UCF. The loss is coming. Is it going to be here? It, it might be, but I'm definitely taking ten and a half. Lock it up. Let's go, Rock Chop Jayhawk. Well, let me say this, okay? Uh, something has happened in the last few weeks that must have exposed Oklahoma because just a few weeks ago, they were the, in the top five in the nation in defense. No, that they, they was their schedule. Now they're number 54. Dude, in the that nation. was their schedule. Yeah. Iowa state's offense put up a nice seven on Ohio, yeah. right? Yeah. Cincinnati's <laughs> offense. You come in here every Saturday talking Cincinnati's <laughs> offense, the worst in the nation. Uh, they played Arkansas state 
before they went to the freshman who's good. They played him with JT Shrout, who was at Colorado last year. Terrible, right? Yeah, they're they're like North Carolina. And but is Kansas without Jason Bean very good? Kansas has has looked really sus a lot of the year. Well, uh escaping Nevada by seven. Beating a, a pretty bad Illinois team by eleven, I guess it's. No, that's a re- a, what do you mean? That, they never, they never trailed. They were up by twenty-one a lot of that game. Yeah, I mean Kansas is okay. Nine points seems about reasonable. Nine. It, it was. Oh, is it nine there? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So the game is in Lawrence, though. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Flip a coin, but uh, so who are you going with? I'm gonna go Oklahoma. You know the people come. The people come for your picks. I'm gonna go All Oklahoma, right? buddy. <laughs> All right. I I think it's important for me to express my uncertainty, right? <laughs> uh, well, speaking of uncertainty, Mike Norvell. You know the one team that keeps giving them problems year in year out of the Wake Forest Demon Deacons, Dave Clawson and Company. So. The Seminoles head too. Uh, what do they call this? Like Credit Union fucking stadium now or some <laughs> shit um, in uh, Winston Salem, North as Carolina. Because you can make it. They've been playing this game, I I think since what the fifties, right? Since nineteen fifty six, Florida State's got a twenty one game lead, but Wake's won three in a row. Three in a row for Dave Clawson against Florida State, and a lot of them have been double digit wins. True ass kickings. Uh, I'm getting twenty and a half. Now the question is, I know last week if you watched, if you watched uh, Wake Forest, they started their third string quarterback, uh, and the, he looked like a third string quarterback. Even that drive to win the game, very, very dangerous passes <laughs> left and right. Uh, Mitch Griffiths is questionable. He's practicing this week. I think I think he's going to play. Yeah, I'm in. I don't th- I'm not. I'm, I'm taking Wake in the points. Even with Griffiths, like what game? When has Wake looked decent this Clemson, year? Clemson, the Clemson game. Yeah, but Clemson sucks. I mean, they don't suck, but they're not good. But Clemson uh, probably shouldn't beat Florida yeah. State. Clemson yeah. and Florida State played pretty similar yeah, games. But no, I, mean, I thought Wake, Clemson Wake, played better that game. Yeah. If you say they look good, they, they only scored twelve points that game. And in fact, Wake has been struggling to score lately. Sixteen against Georgia Tech in a loss. Twelve against Clemson. Only thirteen against Virginia, uh, Virginia Tech in a loss. Even the win over Pitt, only twenty-one. I'm gonna lay the points here. I think Florida State. They yeah, they realize that they've lost a lot of games to Wake Forest recently, so they come in and smack them. I feel like I want to lay the points too. I feel like uh, it's going to be a similar result with uh, the Virginia Tech game, which is only a 22 point win there. But uh, you, you might get a close game for two and a half quarters. But come mid third, the talent deficit is going to be you know exploited, and Florida State will pull away by a lot. No, not going to happen. I feel pretty good about this one. I, I think Wake Forest is better than their record. Um, I think you look at that Clemson performance. I would argue that they would have scored more points if they can make a fucking field goal and don't turn the ball over on a fourth and goal at the two yard line. Are they better than the record? They got very fortunate to beat Old Dominion. I mean, they they came back, right? <laughs> well, how about Florida State then? Well, against Boston College, the last time that Florida State's been on the road, they they needed a fucking defensive touchdown to to beat Clemson. That is one performance that no, they I'm talking about Clemson. Wait, Florida State. Well, the, Against, against Clemson, oh. they probably should have lost that yes, game. They probably should have lost. And then the game. game before against Boston College. So the times that Florida State's been on the road, they look very fucking questionable. Give me Wake in the points. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. Uh, let me say this: Florida State is the type of team that you know. Some people are saying they're asleep at the wheel, but they Florida State's a front runner team, and they're they're just their talent level is going to give them the edge at some point. And they enjoy whooping teams. I feel like, and when Florida State is able to pin their ears back, 
then they have the athletes to really exploit. And, and like, if Wake is yeah. in a position where they're going to like need to be passing and catch up, Florida not, State's pass and, and not that it always matters, but Florida State looks really good coming off the bus and 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 coming out the tunnel. I mean, those guys are fucking big. Mm-hmm. They got tight ends that are just massive. They got receivers like Johnny Wilson. That's massive. It doesn't yeah. always matter. It's true. You know, they do it. I, they do have that Saudi money that buying all these fucking <laughs> players. Right. And that's fair. All right. Look, uh, but at the same time, 20 and a half is too much. It's just too much. Dave Clawson right. is a better football coach than Mike Norvell and he'll prove it on Saturday. And you can take that to the bank. <laughs> uh, next up, Indiana, Penn state. Whew. What, look at this classic that's been going on. This series dates back to the year 1993. <laughs> Penn State's 24 and 2 all time. The last time uh, Indiana won was in 2020, and that was even questionable because it was that dive in the end zone by Michael Penix. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, I'll lay the points of Penn State. Oh, you got to figure they want to get back. back. Yeah. Like, 42 like we seven. Saying, 42 like we seven saying Franklin knows, you know, the spread. One thing that he can get, you know, the boosters and the fan base back on his side is, is if they can win some cash this weekend. So, uh, so I'm going to lay the point. Is that a, is that a Penn State? I should know this, um, but he, he's a, he's a covering machine, I'm guessing. I mean, remember, he scored against West Virginia with five seconds left. <laughs> That's right. And he did the same against who was the other game? Uh, well, what's your, what, uh, what was it? It was like week three or four. No, it was, it, yeah. it, no, the Illinois game was another one. And then there was a, okay. another, there was another one after, right after the Illinois game. But yeah, yeah. but Patty, see, now that you bring it up, uh, Penn State has not covered in only one game this year. And I think Iowa? it was a lock battle last week. <laughs> Talk that shit. And I think <laughs> I was on the Buckeyes. Where's my guy, D. Bettis? Where's my guy? Who else was in the chat was with me? <laughs> uh, was there a shotgun on the line? Because I want to take one. Well, yeah, I, I think there was. Now that you mentioned it, <laughs> the bet's supposed to make you suffer. He's like, "Oh, is there a shotgun on the line? Uh, I'll do it." Oh no! Oh yeah. no! Um, they did look woo! like dog shit, uh, but they still were pretty impressive defensively. It's just their offense was exposed. Now, I guess I have to just bite the bullet and admit that Ohio State starting to look like a team that could win the national championship. What? No, they're not. They beat well, a really good team. Their offense looks terrible. Yeah, Colby, but who looks good this year? Yeah, but I'm saying they don't look like a team. Like if you, you're judging it by teams that have won national championships, I've. In it's years been past, it's been since like 19. Open. It's been yeah. since the late 80s since I've seen an offense this bad uh, win yeah. a national championship. I, I'd be surprised yeah. if Kyle McCord is is you know holding the 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 national championship. Sure. Okay. Well, at least a playoff berth seems oh, like that, possible. Yeah, of course they yeah. put them in. If they play four games, well, <laughs> of I mean, course they're going to put gonna, them in. It's kind of come, come down to one game. Can they beat Michigan? <laughs> it's true. Can they beat Michigan without cheating? Some say, um, all right, uh, let's jump on over. Houston is heading to Kansas state. The uh, Dana Holgerson got absolutely robbed last week. And I got to give Paul Feinbaum credit for actually calling that out. That was bad. That was worse than Ohio by, by a mile because all of the, even though it was so, that's the worst call in the past three years. Yeah, since the Oregon State, this the fact happened. That Oregon it wasn't State, yeah. reviewed. There's 30 seconds left in the game. Every play is supposed to be reviewed. That's it's the conspiracy. The that is most- the conspiracy. It's like, okay, I can understand a bad spot, but when you, the announcers are on it, when everyone in the stadium is on it, and they don't review it. Yeah, and they have like a minute. 
Yeah. It's not like, uh, you know, the turnover on downs was a no huddle situation. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you had like a minute or two to just get there and like, okay, maybe we should review this. There's 30 seconds left in the game. And uh, it's, kind of, it's inside the 10 yard line. Kind of the whole game depends on this call. Maybe we should look at this fucking thing. Yeah. It didn't happen. NC Nick. Uh, what'd you make of that call? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I finally got a chance to see it. I wasn't watching it live and yeah, it, it's awful, man. I mean, what else can I say? They got it. How did they not review that half yard? This they is where it. I honestly really believe the fix. Like I really, like you see so many plays reviewed that right. aren't even like we're, why, we, we're just sitting there. Like, why are you reviewing this? We know that this yeah. guy got this. And like and, we mentioned uh, on the Monday pod, like if, if it was reverse, if it was Texas that you know, needed the spot, you know, they're, they're, reviewing it and they're and they're going to you know make the change. Uh it, it always happens to the little guy. Moneyline Mac, the host of the Big 12 College Experience, uh says the chief review guy is a alum of the University of Texas. He's not <laughs> making that up. Then there you there you have it. There you have it. So with the chief review guy what in the booth or one of the head umpires? Whoever that no, may the chief review guy, the guy that says we're going to review this. Yeah. Okay. So the so Texas alum. The guy who makes the call. So fucking Texas alum. <laughs> Well, it, it, you know, it's a shame is that it happened basically within a couple minutes of the Iowa uh, situation. And so everyone went into a complete uproar about Iowa since it was such a, Iowa's one got worse when, when CJ Sullivan showed me all the other punts that Cooper Dijon returned that day. Cause he's like this and all of them. Yeah. So it's like, wait a second. You didn't call this the four other punts that he returned that yeah. day. Where he did the same exact gestures. Yeah, you waited till after the play. No, and you can't review that. It has to be a field call. You can't review that. I have heard different things about that. I've seen a lot of arguments saying that is a reviewable call. So I don't know. I mean, I didn't see anything in the rule book about it being a a reviewable call. I saw when I when I googled it, it, it's it said it has to be a spot. Like it has to happen that you cannot. It's a a judgmental. Well, the fact yeah. that they reviewed it for being uh, stepping out of bounds, and then they were like, "Oh, you know what? Actually, we noticed something else. It looked like you might have been waving your hand." It's fucking pathetic. I I don't know that you know the the college football powers you know want Minnesota to win over Iowa. They're both pretty like whatever the same program essentially. No, no, no. yeah, it doesn't have the no. I just think that was a horrible call. Yeah, I don't think there's a conspiracy. The Houston Texas game, I 100%. Yeah, knowing the history of Texas's program, where they've done things to make sure Houston's not in their conference, yeah. because they recruit Houston. What they've the behind the scenes, what happened with SMU, and knowing what happened behind the scenes, they're as crooked as any fucking program ever. Yeah, and to think like that, okay, that 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 play was. There's no excuse for it. At yeah. least it's got to be reviewed. Yeah, uh, there, a bad spot's a bad spot. That happens all the time. Yeah. But you, you, we rev- we have the review. Why do we have the review process if we're gonna, if we're not going to look at the most most critical play of the fucking game? Because the Big Twelve uh, Oklahoma uh, Big Twelve championship game will bring in twice yeah. as many viewers. Yeah. That's it's why they disgusting. did. Right, I'm going to shotgun this beer. Why am I shotgunning this, Nick? I lost uh, because you lost the lock battle. Ohio State, Penn State. All right, fuck you, Penn yeah. State. But thank you. <laughs> and and Noah Beanick behind the scenes and it cannot be reviewed and then called. That's that. That's that's exactly. That's what I'm saying. I go. I was googling the rules too. This is why they're in the wrong. You can't. You have to call that on the field ah. by definition of the book that I the, or the, the the link that I was reading. Um, and they didn't do that. And they so they were review. And Ferentz went was spoke about this. They were only reviewing if he stepped out of bounds. Yeah. So you cannot do that. You, you know. And PJ Fleck solidified himself as a fucking douchebag. By uh, and so maybe there's something good. You know what? The other good moment that comes out of this is 
uh, uh, one classic Iowa moment that was ruined turns into another classic Iowa moment, which is they throw an interception two plays later. <laughs> <laughs> it's just as perfect an Iowa ending after up. almost throwing two interceptions the two plays before. <laughs> um, all right, Houston's going to, to Manhattan, Kansas. This is the, the first time these teams have ever played, which I found I found that hard to believe. Believe it or mm. not, um, I just thought Kansas State would probably want to get into Houston recruiting wise. I'm shocked they never played, but K State's lay at 17 and a half. That's too many fucking points. Dude, that is a cool thing here. We're getting the yeah. first fucking first game ever time game they teams have played. Uh, it's too many points though. I think I think the used car salesman's got some got some offense going. So Donovan I take, Smith playing really good. The quarterback yeah. for Houston. Yeah, I think I agree. I, I think they showed me enough against West Virginia and Texas. But let me tell you, Kansas State has been dynamite at home. Rolling. Four well, no ATS at home. I mean, look at the games. TCU at home 41 to 3. UCF at home 44-31. Troy, a good Sunbelt team at home, 42-13. Let's talk about that for a second because Quinn Ewers is out indefinitely for, you know, some spe- speculating potentially to the Big 12 championship or the CFP if they're in it. This uh are they still the favorites? You think to get to the Big Twelve Championship, Texas? Yeah, they host BYU and then they have K State next week. I mean, Oklahoma beat them, so I think Oklahoma's. Well, oh, you saying one one of the two favorites? Yeah, yeah, to get to the, well, the both BYU and K State are within striking distance. Yeah, BYU, K State, also Iowa State still alive, and, and they have to go to Ames, Texas. Does. Oklahoma State still alive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it, think what well, the Kansas State plays at Texas next, so. There you go. Winner of that is in the driver's seat to probably face Oklahoma. Yeah, if BYU wins this week, they're in the driver's seat. You could say. I think BYU is a little more susceptible to take an L in the process. How many? They have one or two conference losses right now. BYU. One. One. Okay, so they can they can as long as they have the tiebreaker over Texas, they can afford another loss. Um, Same thing with Kansas State. Uh, Right now, BYU is two and two in the conference right now. They don't have they don't don't have a chance at this. What are are we talking about? What are you talking about? If they win this game. Their remaining schedule is oh. very fucking favorable. Well, they got to go to Morgantown next. I mean, that's the second trip of a the second half of back to back. What would B- that spread be? Three what's, points. What's BYU's yeah. remaining schedule? They play Oklahoma at home and uh, at Oklahoma State. They're not. I going. think it's a tough schedule. Yeah. yeah. And and the uh, BYU two weeks ago lost I will by say, thirty I will, points to TCU. Okay, but they also have won. You know, they they've looked good at times this year. Um, th- the Oklahoma State. Maybe when I looked at the schedule, Oklahoma State was ass, and it looked. BYU nicer. has looked good at home against Big Twelve teams. Yes, they which like is shit on the road. But BYU they still won at like Arkansas shit at home against Cincinnati against, against Big Twelve teams. Oh, okay. Well, any more if shit lost, you want to throw in there? Big Twelve games on a fucking <laughs> Thursday night. You know what I mean? Like what the fuck? Like, Arkansas put yeah. up three points at home against Mississippi State. Don't but, tell me that. But that, they uh, almost Arkansas beat Bama the-, the week before. The fuck out of here! They almost beat LSU in Baton Rouge. You've been trying to, you've been trying to talk up BYU yeah. all year. No, I think yeah. BYU not that good. BYU, uh, they're not that good. They're not that bad. And right, they, they're they, average. A lot of the Big Twelve is on pretty similar grounds from week to week. It's hard to predict. So I think they still have a chance. But BYU I would, could easily beat these teams left. They could easily beat these teams left. What are they say? Rattle them If off. they beat Texas, which that's the biggest if. Okay. At West Virginia. They could win that. Home to Iowa State. It's tough, but in aim in Provo. Yeah, it's still tough, but yeah, I still feel pretty good about that. Yeah, in Provo against Oklahoma. Tough, but yes, winnable. And then at Oklahoma State, they're not going to do that. They're not going to run that table. No, hell no. Can I remind you? There are two away trips in the Big Twelve so far. It's an eleven-point loss at Kansas and a thirty-three-point loss at TCU. 
Yeah, but that Kansas game was a lot closer than that final score. True, it was a defensive touchdown or two, yeah. but still, BYU is not that good. K State is the real team that could get into the Big Twelve championship. But Texas, yeah. I mean, Oklahoma looks like a lock at this point, pretty much, because they'd have to lose two, and then I think Oklahoma could lose like four games. They could. Oklahoma's schedule is a little tougher, right? Yeah, Oklahoma's remaining schedule. I'm like, wait, they're at Kansas this week. They got Bedlam next week in Stillwater, and then then they have to still go to Provo. And in their home game, I think is TCU and West Virginia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they could have two two losses, and if they lose a tiebreaker and that, and but someone else only has two losses. Well, right now they're they're undefeated though, and right now BYU already has two losses. So true. I mean, but if Oklahoma, lo- yeah, I don't know. Let, let's Kansas let's State Texas go. is the game at this point in the season that it, it looks like it'll determine a Big Twelve okay. championship. Oklahoma so State Oklahoma. Yeah. Are we all on Houston for this game? It was, it was seventeen and a half. 17. I guess. Yeah, I think so. I think that hook hook is baiting me. I'm going to take it. I, I don't feel great about it though. This isn't a lock because how dominant Kansas state's been at home. They they yeah. played two common opponents that uh, Kansas state has dominated and uh, T- uh, that uh, Houston has been dominated by Texas tech, uh, Kansas state beat by 17. And uh, what was the other one? Have you guys been watching the, uh, the the you know K State got a pretty big recruit a year ago Avery Johnson. What you gotta do is you gotta make <laughs> shots, right? Uh, no, not that Avery Johnson. Um, uh, he's he's pretty fucking. He's like a. I think he gives them a new dynamic in their offense. Like that guy can run at the quarterback spot. You have, you yeah, have, been yeah been splitting carry or it's not carries been splitting snaps with Howard for Houston. No, for Kansas State, for Avery Kansas, Johnson, Avery their Johnson. quarterback. Oh, is he the dude with the uh, the hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's good. He's a big time recruit for them. Uh, So we're all on Houston. Yeah, sure. Okay. West Virginia is heading to the moon bounce. Take on UCF. UCF is laying seven. I thought this was one of the hardest games to 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 pick this week. I definitely think UCF is better than their three and four record. Agreed. I definitely think they could blow them out. But I still took the seven in West Virginia because I feel like they're chippy this year. What are you doing here, Nick? Yeah, same thing. I mean, Reese Pumley's bl- uh, back, which is, which is huge, uh, and and West Virginia's given up over forty points two weeks in a row. But I still don't know if UCF is a touchdown better than the Mountaineers, so I'm gonna take the points. Patty C, what are you doing here? Stat that a lot of people probably don't realize is. UCF's offense, number five in the nation. Oh, no, no, that's rushing yards. Sorry, let me double check that. Uh, six in the nation in total yards. They're an explosive offense. To have the re- number six offense in the nation and to be, what's the record again? Three and four. Three and four. They're underrated. Well, Plumley was out for a lot of those, too. Yeah, that's, yeah. well, which is even more impressive that yeah. their offense yeah. is that good. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm saying that they are better than what their record is. Yeah. Like, yeah, and their offense is probably better than, than what the statistics uh, even say. Uh, I think I'm going to lean UCF at home. Yeah, I like I said, I thought it was one of the harder games to agree to to, to to call there. South Carolina, they got players quitting the team, got a coach with a broken foot, but yet they don't look like the disaster. <laughs> I mean, they do on the field, but I mean, like uh, Texas A&M, Connor Wegman out for the year. They're going with Lawn Chair Johnson at the quarterback spot. Jimbo. The offense isn't working. Is it Bobby Petrino's fault? Is it Jimbo not giving them the uh, control? 
South Carolina's catching 14. Give me the points all fucking day. And by the way, this, this, uh, this is a game that this is a series that's, that their first time they ever played was 2014. A and M won the first eight matchups, but South Carolina won last year. Can they do it again? Uh, I'll take the 14 points though. Cause I don't think a and M is a and M just shouldn't be a 14 point favorite against any team in the sec. Not right now. Yeah. Give me the 14. Actually, I, you know what? Ooh. Give me the game cops. Lock it up. Look, they played <laughs> tough at Georgia. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They got throttled uh at Tennessee and at Missouri. Granted, two tough road spots there against top well, twenty. Tennessee is better than Texas AM. We've seen that on the field. They beat Texas AM. Yep. Missouri's better than Texas AM too. Yes. Yes. That Lock it up. But they they both lo- uh they lost to both by twenty some odd points. Um, 20, 21 and 22 respectively. This spreads only 14 and a half. It is in uh college station. College station. Still the hook again, bait. I'm going to go South Carolina with you. <sighs> they haven't looked good. The hook bothers me on my lock though. It makes me think. I think you're, you're bit- kind of crazy to lock it up. I, I just don't have that many your- locks. I need more locks. Yeah, I hear you. I, I'm in a stretch of taking a, a bunch of road teams, which kind of bothers me, but Adam's only averaging 23 and a half points per game in SE in sec play this year. And you're laying two touchdowns. I'm going to go South Carolina also to cover Does well, Shane Beamer's foot have uh, any play in this uh, outcome. Well, and, and then you have a and M's got a bad secondary and it's like Spencer Rattler can exploit that. If you have a bad secondary, if Jalen Milrow was able to exploit it, Spencer Rattler can let's yes. go. I know. I know Carolina's offensive line sucks and that's the scary part is a and M's defensive line is actually really good. Money line, Mac. I like that. This is what the SEC does bring to the uh, equation. When you have just talent like this on the field, it doesn't have to be well coached. It could still come out and produce some outstanding plays, you know. And yeah. I feel like both of these teams have explosive talent and not necessarily great coaching this particular year. Although I respect Beamer, but not as like an elite coach. You, you're, I respect Beamer's <coughs> father. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Respect uh, Beamer's ability to win a big game. I don't respect him week to week. Uh, yeah, it's a big game. Then, then what are you doing? Never, it up never fade me. a Beamer in a big game. There you That's go. That's also <laughs> a, a saying. What with Frank Beamer, I I would always fade a Beamer in a big game. Right? <laughs> Touche. The Chokies uh, got a nickname for a reason. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm locking. It. I'm betting it. I'm betting it right now. All right, Maryland is heading to Chicago to take on. Or Evanston to take on Northwestern. This this long historic rivalry goes back to 2017. And believe it or not, <laughs> Northwest Northwestern leads this all-time series two to one. That's not that big of a surprise. Kevin Sumlin just got a DUI. He's Maryland's offensive coordinator. Do are we worried <laughs> in Florida of all places? He's on the recruiting trail. That actually seems like that could factor here. <laughs> He'll presumably be on the sideline though. Maybe he wants to like light up uh, Northwestern and prove a point. Chicago's got a nice bar scene, buddy. You've been uh, you've been you've been to the Windy City. It's great. <laughs> true. Uh, and the only time I've yeah. ever I've dr- I drove through the Windy City and I was scared shitless. I parked my car like six feet away from this pastrami shop. I got a Reuben that was about this tall. Right? It was fucking delicious. Twenty dollars. Uh, <laughs> but I was the whole time just like. Running outside, looking looking at my cars, getting broken into, and then I got the fuck out of town as soon as Chicago's a great city. It is ghetto. Chicago's no, ghetto. Great city. Great fucking city. <laughs> I love Chicago. I'll be there in about yeah. three weeks for the uh, champion uh, the the champions classic college basketball. Duke, Michigan State, Kentucky, Kansas. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah! Awesome, awesome set of games there. Um, 
I will take Northwestern in the in the thirteen and a half. I mean, I'm I'm gonna. Tr- I think I got it at fourteen on tally site, but I'll, I still think you take Northwestern in the points here. Uh, ben Bryant, uh, the founder of or the uh, former uh, owner of the Washington Post, is questionable. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what are you doing here, NC Nick? You know, I know. Like to, to Max' point, this is we're squarely in the middle of Fate Loxley season. But I do like the fact that Maryland's coming back after a bye after losing a couple games, and they would have easily covered this spread against teams like Indiana, UVA, Michigan State, the teams that they they won easily. And let's, I mean, this is really this this pick is is against the Big Ten West, which is absolute dog shit. So L- let I'm me ask lay you the something. points with Maryland. Let me ask you something. We can agree that Northwestern was awful last year, right? One and eleven didn't even have a win in America. Sure. This Northwestern team is better than last year's Northwestern team, right? I guess uh, it's tough to say. I think they're much better offensively. They beat Howard by three. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, they did keep it the week before, pretty close against Penn State until halftime. Yeah, they, beat, they scored thirteen points. Well, well are the they, reason they're, they're why offensively, I think they're better offensively than last year. Um, and a lot of that is Ben Bryant, but uh, they beat Minnesota, which Iowa. Yeah. Although they should be able to say, can't say. Well, my logic is this. My point I'm getting to is this: is last year Maryland, I do believe, was better than this year's Maryland. Would you agree with that? I don't know. Really, their whole defense is in the NFL. Well, um, I mean, they're they're probably about the same record. Uh, no, last year's, I, last year's Maryland's going to cover this like, shit. I'm, I'm not. Last year was game. a seven point game. I don't in, feel that in great. College Park. I don't feel that great with the Terps. You might win this one, but we'll see. Wait, did you take um, um, Northwestern? No, yeah. no, no. I'm going Maryland. Let's go, Maryland. Two is just going to start throwing the ball again. When it's time Northwestern's to break, Northwestern's defense is solid. What is Northwestern's defense? Fuck Northwestern's defense. It's solid. We're gonna well, it's because they play in the Big Ten West, where nobody can <laughs> score any points. Oh, number forty-nine. They held your UTEP miners to just seven enough. points. NC Nick. All right. <laughs> Let's go. G- give me Northwestern the points. Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan. The series dates back to nineteen oh six. Western Michigan has a 12 game lead, but Eastern Michigan's won four straight. I do like Eastern Michigan. There was a time when I looked at Eastern Michigan as like the worst team in college football. Well, Western Michigan for a while they were. Yeah. yeah. And at the same time, I guess Fleck was having Western Michigan I don't around. around the same time. Uh, Eastern Michigan seems like at least they're a dog, a better program, or at least the same level of program. Now Eastern Michigan is winning this game. Give me the plus one forty on the Eastern Michigan Eagles. NC Nick, what are you doing here? I like what Lance Taylor's doing at Western Michigan in year one. They are losing close, but the, the moment I saw this line creep up to Western Michigan minus three is when I jumped to Eastern Michigan at home. Home dog it up here. I, I, I don't think. I think it's kind of disrespectful that that Western's favored. Patty, you don't go into Ypsilanti, the and, factory. Yeah, and and walk away with a win of more than three points. Uh, so I will lean Eastern Michigan as well. All right, folks. Well, that's part a stick around for part B. If you're watching on YouTube, just stay put. But uh, if you're on the audio side, make sure you check out uh, the B side of this where things get a little looser as we continue to call all the games on the week nine slate on the college football experience.